Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an episode-by-episode Space Ghost Coast-to-Coast discussion rewatch podcast type thing. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah. Uh, This week, we watched Season 1, Episode 9, Self-Help. Indeed we did. Oh, yeah. So, okay. There's a couple of notes about this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's notes about every episode. But, yeah. Uh, here's the interesting thing. Uh, we watched this on a DVD. Right now, it's sitting up on the screen still. And it's just a big rainbow screen. Uh, well, rainbow of pastels. Pastel rainbow, yeah. Uh, with yellow text. And at the top, it just says, The Space Ghost Climax. So, what's the deal with this? Okay, so the deal with this is, um, there was a period... I don't know how long lived it was. I only looked at it once, the only time I needed to, uh, where what you could do is you could go to the Adult Swim website and build a DVD. Okay. So basically they just had a list of episodes of their shows and you would just pick out the ones you want, fill up a DVD, pick you know from a couple of design templates, and they would send it to you. The trick is, this episode, Self-Help, and the following episode, Gum Disease, are... Two episodes from the first season, which were not able to be included on the Volume 1 DVD set. Why not? Basically, contract stuff uh, with the guests who appear thereon. But there was a weird loophole that, like... So basically, it said, like, you know, you can't do it on the DVD. Like, if you release this on home video or whatever, you know, it's not okay to do that. But because it was, like, a build-your-own-DVD thing, that was a loophole that allow these to get uh, <laughs> broadcast. That's kind of cool. Or to get to get sold to home audiences. Yeah. So uh, that's actually what this DVD is, um, which is uh, the entire final season, which, so we won't come back here for a long time yet. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's the two missing episodes from season one, the entire final season. And then I had to get a second disc to capture the one missing episode from... Um, season two but then since i only needed the one episode of that i was able to fill the rest of the dvd with the entirety of perfect hair forever what is perfect hair forever listen we're not even out of the first season yet you're not ready for perfect hair forever (laughs) okay (laughs) um you are not ready you do not need to make the mail go away yet that's as much as you're getting right now okay the last thing i'm going to say about this is that since the point at which I got these DVDs, um, they don't even make the DVDs of Space Ghost anymore, but they have, uh, you can get all of the volumes streaming on, like, iTunes. Hmm. Um, I know it's at least on iTunes, and that includes, you know, this final season that I had to build my own DVD for. Uh, I'm not sure if that includes these two episodes that were left out, so I may be special in having these now. Like, I don't know if there's a way to get those right now. Um, I already have them. That's why I have not looked into it. Um, mm-hmm. So, in this episode, we had three guests. Uh, were they all doctor therapist people? No. I, I don't know about the last lady. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I mean, the whole point was, as Space Ghost said, he... he he booked a bunch of therapists because Zorak was evil and he wanted them to therapize him. Yes, he brought them there to mend Zorak of his evil ways. Um, the first was uh, Dr. Joyce Brothers, mm-hmm. who is famous. I'll take your word for that. 
So the deal with Dr. Joyce Brothers is she was... All right. It's better than this, but she was sort of like the original real version of what Dr. Phil is trying to be. Okay. So like in the early 60s, she got some notoriety for being like a psychologist and she got TV shows. She did advice columns mm-hmm. from a very like highly psychological angle. Okay. Um, so uh, unfortunately, she died uh, two years ago in 2013, uh, but she was really influential in... Sort of bringing psychology to almost pop culture, even. Um, uh, And in this episode, Moltar gives her a little kiss. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that. Moltar is such like a a doofy dork and adorable. (laughs) He's weird, but he's adorable. Uh He seems to mean well. Yeah, he just wants a kiss from the guests. (laughs) Um, We get to uh, see the entire intro again. Yeah. That hasn't happened in a little while. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Uh, and also we get hola. So we'll call back to Spanish translation because, hey, why not? Uh, yeah, I love how he says that. And then he like laughs to himself like he just made a really funny joke. Yep. Oh, he gets it. I know. He it's adorable. It. He, Space Ghost has uh, an interesting relationship with humor. Because then there's also the moment later on where there is a great joke that is made. And the show comes to a grinding halt for good <laughs> what? 10 seconds as Space Ghost uh, revels in it. Takes it in and just says, Oh, it's a joke. Um, did you catch... It's in a weird way to say it, but sort of a straightforward interview with Dr. Brothers. Yeah. Uh, because she comes in, uh, she talks a little bit about her deal, and then actually sort of goes into what she's known for. So sort of the most on-topic interview I think mm-hmm. we've had uh, so far. Yeah. Um, and then, so here's the thing. Space Ghost brings her on to mend Zorak of his evil ways. And instead, it basically becomes her psychoanalyzing Space Ghost. Mm-hmm. Now, you notice how just Space Ghost is, is most definitely put off and annoyed <laughs> at being psychoanalyzed. Because, you know, Space Ghost... Nothing can be wrong with the space ghost. Of course or not. Or else, you know, the space ghost world And also, he, he brought her there to look at Zorak, so he's like, no, no, this is why you're here. Yes. But just, the fact that the guest is pissing space ghost off gives Zorak a childlike joy. <laughs> he becomes adorable for that segment. He doesn't actually do anything particularly aggressive. Mm-hmm. He just asks simple questions. He accepts the answers. He's like very, you know, excuse me. Uh, what what is this? Excuse me, can you tell me? He's he almost becomes like just polite and and calm and happy mm-hmm. when the guest is doing his job of annoying Space Ghost for him. It's yeah. great. There's a there's a a calm revelry in that, and that's a that's a nice change. <laughs> just see Zorak just kind of happy and and like yeah, all right. Yeah. And then right before the okay, this is a thing. This is like a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Probably just because I'm I'm weird and I I read psychology textbooks for fun sure. in like middle school and stuff, um, but like it's co- very common on TV and movies and stuff where people refer to multiple personality disorder or as it's now known dissociative identity disorder yep. as schizophrenia and the, they conflate the two and it drives me nuts because they're not the same thing. Yeah, you want <laughs> you want to just go into a little breakdown of what the differences are? Let's so uh, let's educate our <laughs> listeners a little bit. Well, schizophrenia, um, while it can include hearing voices and stuff like that, it's not multiple personality disorder 
at all. <laughs> it's I mean, delusions and sometimes like hallucinations um, that kind of lead to a messing with the reality of the individual, so they're not sure what's real and what's not. Um, whereas, because well, I, I think it can kind of cause, uh, at the very least, a sense of like disjointed sentences can come out of a, can come out of the people. Yeah, there's a lot of different talking manifestations. To the that they hear, not necessarily talking yeah. to a separate personality in themselves. Right. Um, it's just a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I, I mean, well, it's it's wrong the way that people conflate it. So, mm-hmm. hey, I got a degree in psychology. <laughs> That's half in psychology somehow. I do like the part where they kind of just slip it in there uh, because uh, Doctor Brothers continues talking as uh, Space Ghost and Zorak sort of face off and yeah. have their own little conversation. But did you notice the part where she starts talking about ink blot tests mm-hmm. and then? says uh they're not psychic as most people tend to believe yeah i feel like that sentence was from a different part of the interview (laughs) it must be but i like the idea that it wasn't and dr (laughs) brothers has seen people who believe that ink blots themselves have some sort of psychic powers (laughs) oh and uh speaking of powers before we leave her completely uh while it wasn't specifically stated to be a superpower uh dr brothers did say that she has an ability Mm -hmm. uh I quote, to help people understand their own minds. That's a pretty good goal. It's it's so it's as a an notable... ability as a power. I'm very much down with that. That is a that is a power. <laughs> I, I mean, seek you to have basically in my... try and do the same thing most of the time too. Y- yes, that is a. I have a degree <laughs> that says that that is basically one of my superpowers. <laughs> oh man, I got superpowers. So our second guest. They never... What's his name? Rich Hall? His name is Rich Hall. Um, which they almost never say. Like, you kind of have to get They refer it. to him as Hall a couple times, but I don't. I think I heard the Rich part once. Well... Not together. I think he makes a reference to uh, Monty Hall, so I didn't think <laughs> that, that was actually his name. But then mm-hmm. he said Hall a few more times, and I would not put it past them to continue calling a guest... By the incorrect name that they used to pick on them earlier. Yeah. Uh, very much like in uh, Mystery Science Theater, <laughs> when once Crow was introduced to Pearl Forrester as Art, yeah. and for the rest of the series, yeah. she, she refers to Crow as Art. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's what the T stands for. Art. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, but yes, yeah, basically, keeps asking Hall for a sniglet. Right. Okay. Let me... You're lost on this whole... Yeah, I, I have no idea what a sniglet is. Okay, so Rich Hall isn't exactly a psychologist or a doctor or anything like that. Uh, he is a comedian. He is pretty famous for being on a show called Not Necessarily the News, <laughs> uh, which is basically before our time. So sorry for anyone we just made feel really old. <laughs> um, but my understanding of it, it, it is basically, uh, you know... Uh, Saturday Night Live has Weekend Update. Right. Imagine that starts out to a whole show. Okay. So, like, more actually comedic than something like The Daily Show is. Less actual news, more comedy. Okay. Um, so, uh, Rich Hall was known for being on that, uh, in, in addition to a number of other things, but he was known for doing that, and a recurring segment that he had was something called Sniglets. Um, and a Sniglet is defined as a word that doesn't appear in the dictionary, but should. Okay. So I have uh I have here a list of sniglets. So would you like to, to get a little cross yeah. of sniglets? Yeah. 
Lay them on me. One of my favorite entries right up here near the top, still in the A's, is an asshole. Asshole? Yes, it is a person who continuously asks very annoying questions. Gotcha. There's one in every philosophy class. Yes. Uh, here's one. It's called a bus blender, and it's the name for that thing at the front of the bus that eats your change and twirls it around for a bit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if those exist anymore. <laughs> now where are the old ones? Oh, there's a, a bonono. That's when you take a banana peel and throw it somewhere where somebody could get hurt on it. <laughs> this is a pretty good one. Flopcorn. It's the uh, popcorn kernels at the bottom of the popcorn bag that never really made it into proper popcorn. <laughs> the pea spot. That is the one spot on the urinal that it is safe for men to stare at because looking anywhere else would arise suspicion. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um, but yeah, so these are all sniglets. Okay. Uh, which is why Space Ghost continually and just repeatedly <laughs> asks for sniglets over the course of the interview, mm -hmm. uh, even though they are dead and locked in a uh, retalt mm -hmm. closet. Um, he was very honest when he came to his superpower, too. He goes, I have none, and I'm totally defenseless, and I would just be a victim. I mean, so he continues that. He knows what his tiny place on the planet is. Yeah. Admittedly. So I would say... That, the, that, there's power in that. Yeah, the, there. that is an ability to, to know sort of your spot in life, to know how reaching you actually are. Mm -hmm. That's something that not very many people have. So at the very least, that is a unique trait. Yeah. Can we sort of start <laughs> pushing those into superpowers as well? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's nice to meet a person who has that power. I don't know if they'd mm -hmm. actually be able to save you from anything. <laughs> but I, I know when I meet a person like that, I generally tend to have a better time spending time with them yeah so and then uh moltar finally got a kiss from one of the guys oh yeah i mean i think he technically got one from dr brothers just sort of clanked his helmet into the screen kind of yeah uh and that was with our final guest who at one point they say her first name because mm -hmm. it's anka now let me tell you who she actually is in case you miss that and think she is just unnamed she is Anka Radakovich. And here's the thing about... I would say Radakovic, but that's just me. Anka Radakovich. <laughs> Rada well, that's why like the, the, the sort of... Uh, I almost said the katana pronunciation of it. <laughs> so who is she? So she is famous for being eventually, uh, essentially the first sex columnist. Okay. So like, uh, if you are familiar with Dan Savage of the column Savage Love... He probably wouldn't be around if she didn't start to trend. Cool. Uh, and we don't even get that much. We get <laughs> nothing about her from the episode. We know she has a book. We know she's a pretty female human, according to Zarek. She's a pretty female human. How's that as a superpower? Let's just... <laughs> I mean, that's pretty powerful. It's like the only trait that we know about her. It's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. If you use it right, it's pretty powerful. It doesn't work in every single situation. No. But it can get you, you out of a lot of things. It can go really far. <laughs> I guess maybe it also depends on if she's using it for good or evil. True. Because you could use it for evil and then mm -hmm. you would probably define it differently just for the connotations. <laughs> um, everyone gets a crush on her. Mm -hmm. Everyone fights over her. Yes. Uh, and, and then Space Ghost is, is well, taking Hall's advice to the, what women, you should tell women what women want to hear, i.e. lie. Mm-hmm. And you should tell women that you drum for Pearl Jam. Yeah. Which then even Zorak follows that advice. Mm -hmm. So really, you know, 
you know, considering when this aired back in 1994, yeah. by this point, if that trend continued <laughs> and men continue to tell women that uh-huh. they drum for Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam would have 17,584 drummers by this point. <laughs> you like the specificity on that number? I like how Space Ghost moved on to um, bragging that he can speak French really loudly. Well, so... That's... As opposed to most people say, I can speak French really well. It's like, no, no. I speak French loudly. really loudly. <laughs> oh, and then proceeded to demonstrate. You know what? It was really loud. Yeah. It was really French. And now I have Frere Jacques stuck in my head. He's saying the living daylight out of Frere Jacques. <laughs> uh, see, and that's the thing. When lying fell through, <laughs> he went the other way. He told the truth. Yeah. And that was sort of his bargaining chip for why he <laughs> is the best mate for the pretty human lady. Yep. <laughs> it's his ability to speak French. <laughs> and I don't speak French at all, so I can't speak as to the like how yep. accurate his French was. He said derriere. Yeah, I heard derriere in there. That's all I heard, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I think it's an easily forgettable joke. Partly because, you know, this is like a rare episode. This is a deep cut episode now because <laughs> it's so hard to get your hands on. Mm-hmm. But just Space Ghost bragging and then showing just how loudly he can speak and sing French. Yeah. It might be one of my favorite Space Ghost jokes. <laughs> and just like the fact him screaming Frere Jaca cut to the credits. Yeah. And like while they're talking over him, it's pretty fantastic. It's great. It's it's so he speaks French so loudly, <laughs> it ends the episode. Mm-hmm. He screams French, the episode out of existence. Also, I noticed at the end with the um, the contact information. Yeah, their uh, their email is, a, is an AOL dot com oh, yeah. <laughs> address, did and that know- just made me laugh. Did you notice the part where there was a, a phone number for the bulletin board? No. I'll show you on the next episode. Oh my gosh. Because, like, I bet you have no particular concept about bulletin board systems. I am slightly familiar with them. I haven't had much experience with them, but like, I know what they are. It's where you would get Doom back yeah. in the day. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not even that old, but I'm that old. Like, I swear... Uh, I I can't remember... Like, I there was some website that was a BBS that I, like, did stuff with. But I don't remember what it was, because it wasn't for very long. Well, I mean, did you have to call a phone number to get there? No. <laughs> then it wasn't a proper... B- like, like, at some point, a BBS functionally is just what forums are now. Mm. But there was something to the experience of it, <laughs> when you literally had to call up a BBS. Yeah. Um, but this is not a <laughs> phone freaking hour with Nick and Joe. This has been Orbiting the Ghost Planet. That is going to conclude... Our discussion for this week. Uh, please join us next time when we watch another episode of Space Ghost and complete another orbit around the ghost planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet. An Aliku Studios Podcast Network production. You can visit the show page at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghostplanet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Aliku Studio shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. 
Please visit alikustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U. Fairly well. I feel like this episode is called self-help. Yeah. There wasn't much in there. Besides lying to women. <laughs> besides lying to women. If you could do it yourself, you didn't really need help, now did you? <laughs> Put the book back on the shelf, go home, and have a beer. Thank you, George Carlin. Rest in peace.